2: Welcome to <laughs> me trying to make you feel sad again, because apparently that's what the role I'm on <laughs> with, the, with my episodes here. Uh, but uh, yeah, go ahead and give this content warning for this lovely Monday mini. Also date this. Today is uh, April 28th, 2023. This is a current affairs thing. So things change swiftly especially Mm -hmm. when we know when it comes to the media and cancel culture. And I'm not saying this is a bad cancel culture thing. I'm just saying that that's kind of along the lines. Um, As well as we are talking about sexual assault, rape, mental health, uh, ableism, and um, suicidal ideation. So, let's get into it. (sighs) Well, I was really, really excited, Annie, about the new Netflix series, Beef. because. I am so excited to see more and more Asian representation. That is something that I love. And the fact that Steven Yun is actually Korean, I'm like, yes, let's go. And he's seen as like uh, a good-looking, sexy dude, which has been such a rare thing, honestly, up until recently. Um, Thank you, K-pop kids, uh, to truly understand like the appreciation and the talent of uh, different people and, and diversity in itself. Like I said, for so long when I was a kid, I did not have so many uh, influences. So seeing this is lovely. <sighs> and with all the amazing reviews, I think it's A24, which have done stellar, stellar shows and movies. I was really rooting for this. I was really excited to get into it. My partner and I were planning on watching this. Yay. Unfortunately, this has been marred by the ugliness and denial of a problematic actor slash artist. I guess, is it now happy Asian American Heritage Month? Let's go into this it's darkly. It's May 1st. Yeah, <laughs> when it comes out, it's May 1st, yeah. I think. And this is how I'm going to start it. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, right. So David Cho, if you have not heard, is in the show playing a jerk artist, apparently, who often goes to jail, all the good stuff. He has been a topic of conversation. And he's been a topic of conversation probably for the last seven to eight years. Every time he has a project, it comes back up. And honestly, I don't hate that. So if you don't know, David Cho's old podcast uh, episode has resurfaced where he talks about raping a black woman and described how the prospect of going to jail turns him on. Uh, for this. And the episode first put him in hot water uh, when it was released around 2014. And then it came back again in 2017. But he also said some other things that make me think he didn't learn his lesson. But here's his statement after the initial uh, backlash. He said, I never thought I'd wake up one late afternoon and hear myself called a rapist after joking about loving to rape somebody. That's a surprise to him. Surprise. Uh, It (laughs) sucks, especially because I'm not one. I'm not a rapist. I hate rapists. I think rapists should be raped and murdered, he said at the time. Yes. I am an artist, a storyteller, and I view my show DVDASA, that's the initials for his show, as a complete extension of my art. If I am guilty of anything, it's bad storytelling in the style of douche. Just like many of my paintings are often misinterpreted, the same goes with my show. The main objective of all my podcasts is to challenge and provoke my friends and the co-stars on the show. We f*** with each other, entertain ourselves, and laugh at each other. It's a dark, tasteless, completely irreverent show where we f*** With everyone listening, but mostly ourselves. We create stories and tell tales. It's not a news show. It's not a representation of my reality. It's not the place to come for reliable information about me or my life. It's my version of reality. It's art that sometimes offends people. I'm sorry if anyone believed that the stories were facts. They were not. I'm in a world full of horrible people. Thank God for us. Wow. Can we talk about how that response is? I'm sorry you took it this way when I said I like raping people. Yeah, especially black women. <laughs>
1: right, right. I, like that's I'm that's not, a you problem, not a
2: me. Problem. Right. Not only did I say this on Mike as myself, mm-hmm. my co-host, who apparently is uh, in the porn industry kept saying, oh, so you are a rapist. What you're saying to to us is that you rape people. You're a rapist. She actually said that out loud to him. And he was like, yeah, I mean, no, well, I'm not. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. And that was the whole punchline. (sighs) And when the recording came out again in 2017, he said this, I have zero history of sexual assault. I am deeply sorry for any hurt I've brought to anyone through my past words. So at the very least, he does a little better, but you could mm-hmm. probably tell someone did that for him because he they were like, whatever you did the last time was real bad. Real bad. Please don't do <laughs> right. this. Right. Uh, again, so many problems. Uh, the excuses, the backhanded gaslighting, um, and just for information, because we'll come back to why this isn't the only time on the podcast he made offensive statements. Uh, in fact, star of the show, Beef, Stephen Yun was on the podcast with him. I want to say it was like 2016. It was soon after the Walking Dead days when Cho made another reference to wanting to watch his girlfriend being raped. Uh, He literally said, took a scene from the show where they were were assuming like Glenn, the character Glenn and his girlfriend had been separated and he thought that she was being raped. And he said, dude, that's my fantasy. And Yun and the other co-hosts are laughing and joking with Cho, continue to joke for the next few minutes about this horrible fantasy. um, And no one really corrected him. Personally, not a huge fan of people encouraging rape jokes, but... You know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And... When asked about this, the stars and directors' response about Cho, they issued the statement. The story David Cho fabricated nine years ago is undeniably hurtful and extremely disturbing. We do not condone the story in any way, and we understand why this has been so upsetting and triggering, they said. We're aware David has apologized in the past for making up this horrific story and we've seen him put in the work to get the mental health support he needed over the last decade to better himself and learn from his mistakes. So, there's so many wrong things in this. I cannot say I'm not disappointed because um, I'm severely disappointed. And this doesn't mean we're saying people can't learn from things. I think people can fundamentally change. I definitely have changed. But using addiction and mental health as an excuse is never a way to go. That This is, to me, such an ableist cop-out mm-hmm. that we know plenty of people who go through these things that do not think rape jokes are funny, <laughs> I have worked with people in this industry. Never have I ever heard them think this was funny. Right. People who struggle with things uh, aren't likely going to make this comments on a recording. Mm-hmm. I would hope. Well, I mean, people who, who intentionally do it, do it and never apologize for it. That's what I've heard. And his new response of threatening to sue people. Uh, for the words. That doesn't look good. Um, oh, and by the way, that episode where I was talking about with Ian and that, that is gone. Like, it just mm-hmm. says not available because I tried it because I was like, it hasn't been mentioned as much, obviously, as the other thing. And I was like, but this was years after he'd already apologized the first time and he did it again. I don't mm-hmm. understand why we think that he's learned. I know he was recently on the Joe Rogan show. So I feel like that says a lot about him as well. hmm I'm having a problem with the fact, as an Asian person, as a Korean Asian American who have seen so much disgusting things happening, especially when it comes to anti-blackness within the Asian community, there's so much pain and so much noir in this conversation that is being completely ignored and bypassed and excused and excused by people who should know better who say they know better. And that's where it's a problem. When I see things like David Cho, when I see people like Bobby Lee, who are still successful, and sitting here thinking that, talking about raping women, especially uh, raping women or children, as Bobby Lee did, there's so so much disturbing stuff that I don't understand why we think that, why celebrities think that they are okay, that they should be okay with it and excuse it and and not have any accountability. Don't get me wrong. David Cho did lose a lot for a minute. This is where mm-hmm. we talk about cancel culture really doesn't exist right. if you're rich and powerful. For a minute, he did. Apparently, there was talk, he said that he went through a suicidal state. He, had, he did go to rehab. Still trying to figure out that part, which I feel like is a cop-out. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> for celebrities. <laughs> I know people need... Need this, but we have seen many people who've done really, really harmful things and be like, Oh, my bad, mom, I'm not, I'm not responsible. I was not in my right state of mind instead of taking responsibility for it, as well as coming back with the same personality in which instead of owning it, I think he literally said into another interview, I've, I've said what I've said, the haters are going to hate. Mm hmm. I'm so tired of that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I will say there's been a big conversation of his own past. He had, had gone through some severe, severe abuse as a kid. I'm not saying that that does not affect somebody. I'm not saying that that's not a factor in some things, but I've been abused pretty severely. You have been gone through some things pretty severely. I've worked with children going through these things. Rape jokes have never been a thing for the, these people. Typically, the people who make the rape jokes are the ones who act out on it or want to act out on it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm very disappointed to see this outcome. I'm very disappointed to see that people I root for to be successful would take that route. Mm-hmm. It is disappointing,
0: Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply.
2: This episode is brought to you by Snagajob. Snagajob is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly
1: workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs
2: Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit Snagajob.com or text SNAG
1: to 242-424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes
2: some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You
1: don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands. About this, because they were saying like it, it kind of you know Hollywood has such a short memory span, like it's because it has happened like a couple of times now, and that conversation, like you said, happens again and again every time, and it also kind of reminds me of uh what we we've talked about before with sort of the especially male genius uh who were apparently as a society like, well, sure, you hurt people, but He's a genius. Right. Um, so right. we excuse it. He's an artist. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But no, it's not funny at all.
2: It's, it's terrible and upsetting. Mm-hmm. I hope you don't can't find it. I really do because it is... And it's the very reason why I wouldn't read his exact words because it is posted many, many different places. It's disturbing. I don't... Like, none of this makes as a sarcastic self-deprecating person who that is my sense of humor mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense where's the no. joke other than making everybody uncomfortable right yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah well I don't know I would like to hope you know something will come of this but already several times nothing has but I will say a lot of the articles I read were like you know what We're really going to have to, we have to stop (laughs) just (laughs) excusing this. Like three years pass and then we're like, okay.
2: (laughs) I will say beef had some of the highest ratings.
1: It did. It did. Mm -hmm. I actually, and this could be, I want to caveat this because this could be just a (laughs) me reading headlines thing. I saw a lot of headlines that were like, because I didn't know about this, to be honest. I saw a lot of headlines that made it sound like, uh... It said stuff like, this is Hollywood nepotism at its worst. And I was like, oh, so he's related to somebody. (laughs) So I'm not even sure if they're like, a lot of the write-ups on it are doing it, doing it justice and how we should be.
2: I'm thinking about it. I don't know if that, I didn't know that. Maybe it is. Well, I I think what they mean, I
1: don't (laughs) think it means, it could, somebody could write it and let me know. But I think now that I know the story, I think what it means is essentially, he had an in, he has Hollywood friends. Right. And they were like, oh, we can't was, let him yeah. be canceled.
2: He was uh, featured by uh, Anthony Bourdain. Mm. hmm Yeah.
1: Yeah. It is disappointing. And it is upsetting. <laughs>
2: but <laughs> here we are again. <laughs> here we are. Again, I, I don't know. There, there Again, I mean, I guess there's also the bigger question is, what would we like to see? When I say all these things, what is the change that I would have liked to see in him? That's a great question. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe he really has. And those awful, awful apologies that he did has changed, but because his response is just to take everything down. Um, yeah. I don't know. That doesn't seem like a self-reflection.
1: No. It doesn't. It sounds like somebody trying to protect themselves.
2: Exactly. <laughs> Hide things.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, well... Happy Monday, I suppose. (laughs) May 1st. (laughs) (laughs) Happy May. Happy May. We'll it's be here. It's gonna be
2: May. How about, about, about. that? There, we'll
1: there you go. That's better. Yeah, that's better than what <laughs> I tried to do. <laughs> uh, well, uh, if you would like to contact us, listeners, if you have any thoughts about this or anything else, uh, you can let us know. Our email is stuffmediamomstuff stuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at MomStuffPodcast or on Instagram and TikTok at Stuff I've Never Told You. We're also on YouTube. We also have a book. You can pre-order it uh, at com. Thanks as always to our super producer Christina, our executive producer Maya, and our contributor Joey. Sorry for all the trauma. Love y'all. Yes, yes. Love <laughs> y'all and sorry. <laughs> and thanks to you for listening. Stefan on Never Told is production by iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
2: Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect.
0: Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender-inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection